Welcome to the Fantasy Ace Ball Podcast. This is your host, Tim Kanak. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Ace Ball. And you can find my written work over on Friends with Fantasy Benefits. So check that out. I just had an article come out about league settings and the best league settings for a sustainable league, which is especially important for Keeper Dynasty Leagues. You want to make sure that you can keep that league going because sometimes when one team gets too strong, or one team uh, is too weak, those weak teams quit, and then the strong teams have no one to play against, and league goes bye-bye. So uh, it's important to have balance in the leagues and checks and balances that keep the league competitive and fun and uh, avoids tanking and keeps managers interested the entire year and even in the offseason. So check that out. We were going to originally be talking about league settings in this podcast, but I am recording solo today. The guys could not make it this weekend uh, to record with me. So we kind of flipped around the schedule here. And instead of doing that, because I just finished uh, my auto mock on my team, there's still a few teams going. It looks like everyone's done except for three teams. We got Chad Young, Lucas Kelly, and uh, Jason are all still uh, bidding on guys in the slow draft. But my team's done, and the other, I guess that means nine teams are done in total. So we're going to review the auto mock draft to date. So uh, I think I'll start the podcast by going down my team so you know what my team is and um, how I like to build my uh, new teams. Um and what positions I like to use because we in Adnu it's a unique league. We have a forty-man roster, so it is a little bit different than other leagues. You have a four hundred dollar budget, so you get four hundred dollars, forty roster spots for your team. Uh, your roster spots you can use on minor leaguers, major leaguers. You can kind of do what you want to do. But I'll let you know how I like to build my uh, new league teams. And this is a daily league. It is points. And it is uh, head-to-head. So daily, points, head-to-head. Uh, I think it's head-to-head. It doesn't really matter if it's head-to-head or overall. It really, I mean, won't matter. Uh, because it's still fangrass points that you're drafting toward. Um, what does matter is that it's played by innings and games caps. So basically you get 162 games out of your catcher spot. You get 162 games out of your first base spot and so on and so forth. And then your starting pitchers, you get a, I think there's a 1200 inning cap out of all your pitchers. Uh, starters only count for starters. Relievers only count for relievers. So that is the way that this league is being played, which is a little bit different than the fantasy baseball invitational, which is also an auto new league where, uh, it will be head-to-head points, and you can basically use all the starts you can get out of your positions on a daily basis. And then for starters, uh, it is basically like a instead of a innings cap for the whole year, you have a starts cap per week. So you get like eight starts per week instead of X amount of innings per year. Um, so actually, I think this one isn't head-to-head. Uh, this auto mock, but it doesn't really matter. And you can check out some of the auto mock stuff. Chad Young has a nice thread going where he's reviewing basically every pick and his thoughts on it. He's the one who organized this, and you can find him on the Pitcher List Keep or Cut podcast or on Twitter at Chad Young. So check out Chad. You can look all that up. Uh, so all the people in this auto mock, and you can find things also on Twitter by hat, looking for hashtag auto mock, and you can find everyone else's posts on the auto mock. Um, but I guess what I'll do is I'll first I'll go back and we'll talk about who is in the auto mock. So there is a good amount of industry people in this mock. Um, let me find there's a list somewhere that has everybody's name. So you got Chad Young at Chad Young, obviously. Um, do, do, do. I'm looking for the beginning of this thread. I know. Great. If, if I had a co-host today, then they could talk right now. So we have, obviously I'm in it. Uh, you got 
Pete from Keeper Cut Pitcher List. Also, uh, Pete B Baseball on Twitter. Yeah, Matt Heckman in it, uh, who is also Pitcher List. He does podcasts, uh, or he does Dynasty stuff. I think he's also um, he's with someone else. I'm gonna try to get. I'm, I'm gonna give everybody their due diligence here. Because I did friend everybody that I wasn't, I didn't already know. So let me see real quick here. So Matt Heckman is besides his stuff at Pitcher List, um, Prospects World, and Fat Fan Tracks. He writes for. So I knew he was at other places, and he was pretty new, I think, to Pitcher List. So Matt Heckman, boom, there he goes. Like I said, Chad Young. PP Baseball, Lucas Kelly. Let me see. What do you do, Lucas? Sorry if I don't know everybody, but Lucas Kelly. Do, do, do. I can't find you on Twitter. Sorry. Sorry, Lucas. Jason Mykoff, uh, Vibbot. We got Adam Howell, Scott Chu. Um, Jason W, don't know you, sorry, and John Conway. Sorry if I don't know you uh, or I don't know your work. Hit me up and show me your stuff if I don't know you. A lot of people don't know me either, so uh, I won't be offended. I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go to my team now. So now the way I like to build my odd new teams is obviously here are the – you have your main positions to fill. You have catcher, first base, second base, shortstop, there's a middle infielder, but no corner in Anu. Third base, outfield one through five, and a util spot. So the other hitters that I like to get, I like to get a bench catcher so that if you have a catcher who's off, you can fill them in with your bench catcher. Uh, I like to get a bench middle infielder, a bench outfielder. I like to just get a third bench, like a super util guy, and I get a, a bench util guy who's mostly like a bat. Um, so basically I try to get like uh, – a couple different infielders, uh, a couple different outfielders for the bench, just in case guys are off or someone gets hurt. And then uh, I like to get four minor leaguers, four minor league hitters, two infielders, two outfielders, uh, so that I can be building for the future at the same time. So that's just what I like to do with the offense on my side in Anu. Pitching-wise, um, you get five stars, five relievers. I like to carry a minimum of 10 starters and a minimum of six relievers. And then uh, a couple spots. I like to have two spots for minor leaguers, but at, in this draft, I ended up going three minor leaguers just because I saw value uh, and there was someone I wanted to grab. So that does happen. And I will go through my team right now to give you my team. So I have a $14 Sean Murphy as my starting catcher. I have a $33 Paul Goldschmidt as my starting first baseman. I have a, which I think is insane value there on Goldie. Uh, because Goldie is definitely like a top 15 hitter for me. Let me see actually where I have him right now in my top overall hitters. He's my number three third baseman. Let's see where he is on my top hitters. So uh, Goldie is for me my number 16 overall hitter. And I got him for 33 bucks. So I'm pretty happy about that because all these other guys were going for like 50, 45, 50 or whatever. Um, let's see. No, I lost where I was at. Sorry about that. Uh, next, I have as my second baseman, Mookie Betts, because Betts is second base eligible and odd new this year for $44. I think that was a bargain. Uh, Mookie is my number two hitter this year in fantasy baseball. I go Aaron Judge, then Mookie, then Jose, then Soto, then Acuna, then Trey, then Tucker. That's my top tier of hitters. Judge, Betts, Jose Ramirez, Juan Soto, Ronald Acuna, Trey Turner, Kyle Tucker. Obviously, some of that shifts around depending on the league type. This is a points league, so Soto's value goes up even higher. Um, but Betts is just straight baller across the board, so he he really rolls in any format, um, especially when I can play him at second base. So got to love that. So I have Mookie Betts as my second baseman, 44 bucks. I have Trey Turner as my shortstop for 40 bucks. So really strong infield here for me. I have as my middle infielder, Tommy Edmond, who is second and short eligible for $11. Um, I like Edmund's flexibility. I wanted to get some position eligible players. Uh, Edmund is pretty good for points. He's not amazing. He's better in Roto because of the steals, 
but I'll still take Edmund here with that position flexibility for only 11 bucks. My starting third baseman is Miguel Vargas for $8. That might be my riskiest position, but I think I hedged it pretty well. Uh, I have as my outfielder one Michael Harris Jr. for 22 bucks. So that's pretty awesome because this is a dynasty. So I would be keeping him long term. And I even put a Twitter poll out, uh, J-Rod or Harris. And J-Rod was 47 and Harris was 22. I'm taking Harris at that bargain. Uh, $25 cheaper. Uh, outfield two, Starling Marte for $14. That's a steal. Outfield three, Corbin Carroll for $15. Again, this is Dynasty. I'm a, way okay with paying Corbin Carroll for 15 bucks. Again, uh, this is points, so steals aren't as important. But Carroll is such a good bat all around anyway that it's not just about the steals. I mean, it gives me a few points here and there. Um, but I'm loving that Corbin Carroll for 15 bucks. I love my outfield four, too. Tyler O'Neill for $6. Super cheap. I'm big on a Tyler O'Neill rebound this year. I think I talked about it on another podcast, but uh, he's been working on flexibility this offseason, doing some yoga good stuff like that uh, to help Mr. Hercules stretch out those muscles so he doesn't get hurt every five days uh, like normal. Outfield number five, right now I have plugged in there Estory Ruiz for $2, but I have a couple options uh, that we'll go through here that I can will be able to plug in at some point here. Uh, my util right now is Josh Young for $3. I expect to be plugging and playing with some of these positions, flip-flopping around just based on the daily. Josh Young is my hedge to Vargas. So I've got Vargas for $8 and Josh Young for $3. I think on the last pod I was talking to Raymond about how high the third baseman were going for. They were all going for like 35 to $45. I mean, J-Ram J went for 50 bucks. Uh, so all these third basemen were just way out of my price range, especially after I spent big on Betts and Turner. Uh, I spent big in the middle infield, uh, especially because there's that MI position in Anu. So I think it's important to get more than enough middle infielders in this league type of league. Uh, and that makes that more of a premium in my eyes than third base. So I'm okay. I really like Fargus. Uh, and then Young is just, like I said, like a nice little handcuff for him. Uh, but I've got him at util right now. I have Logan Ohapi as my bench catcher, which is awesome for $3. I love Ohapi. He might get some reps at util for me because he's such a good hitter as a catcher. I have as my bench middle infielder, Nolan Gorman for $2, which I'm cool with. Because if Nolan Gorman uh, fixes the K rate, he could be very valuable in this format as a second baseman, as a middle infielder. And then I could always, if he really has a really good second year, then I can move Mookie to the outfield and cover that other outfield spot where I've got Astoria Ruiz right now. Um, and yeah, I know another steals guy, Astoria Ruiz, but he had a ton of points still in the minors last year. And I think it's a decent gamble. $2 for Astoria Ruiz, I'll take that all day. Same thing with Nolan Gorman. $2 for Nolan Gorman, all right, super cheap. Uh, my bench outfielder, I've got Sal Frelick for $2, also a bargain in my mind. He is kind of like a Stephen Kwan Jr., uh, which is really good for points leagues. So Frelick, Astoria Ruiz, one of them is going to fit into that outfield five spot. I'm cool with that. And even I have Matt Carpenter for $1, who is outfield eligible, who could fit into that outfield five spot or that util spot. So $1 Matt Carpenter uh, is a daily league. So I would just pay, play him against righties because he's not going to play against lefties. Uh, they're just going to flip-flop Carpenter and Cruz, Nelson Cruz and DH, uh, the Padres this year. So I am cool with that. I love this guy here. I have Kyle Manzardo as my first minor leaguer for $4. Uh, I think he's going to be up some point this year. Uh, he'll fit straight in that util spot because he's going to be awesome for points league because he's such a good hitter, great on-base machine, Kyle Manzardo. Uh, my second infielder, I got Mason Wynn for $1. Uh, I kind of doubt Wynn comes up this year. There's a chance. Um, but I'm playing long game here. I really like Mason Wynn. Uh, when my prospect stuff comes out, he's a top 30 prospect for me. Uh, even as a hitter, I think he has a lot of Francisco Lindor like uh, in, in there. Uh, probably less power than Lindor. But then again, everyone thought Lindor would hit for no power when he first came up. So I like Mason Wynn. Uh, outfield number one, I've got a $1 Jason Dominguez. Uh, I'm down for that all day. Uh, especially in points, because he, he shows a really good plate discipline for someone of his age. Uh, he made a lot of progress last year um, in that category, and I think that the power is going to come next year with the plate discipline. So he's not coming up next year, but 2024, I like Jason Dominguez for a dollar a lot. 
Uh, outfield two, I got James Altman for uh, a dollar. Um, he probably won't even start in the minors. He could, but he was really good last year. He could start. I think roster resource has him starting right now against righties uh, for the Dodgers. So Outman um, could also fit into that outfield five spot for me. And I like Outman. Uh, he's an older guy, older prospect. So he should get the shot uh, out of camp this year. Um, so even though I have him in that minor spot, really, he probably won't be starting the season in the minors. Frelick could. Uh, I kind of doubt that too, though. But between Frelick, Estuary Ruiz, and James Outman, and Matt Carpenter, I think I can fill that one spot. Pretty good. Uh, I love my rotation. So <laughs> I spent a lot of money on it, or a decent amount of money on the top of it. So I have, as my starting pitcher, one Max Scherzer for $37. That's a steal right there. Uh, $37. I have Max Scherzer as my number two starting pitcher this year. So I'm down for that all day. And I thought that was a steal when I first got him because I think the only other pitcher had gone at that point was DeGrom for $44. And I'd take Scherzer over DeGrom and especially with that money. Um, so I'm all over that. But then there were a lot of bargains later in the draft, like Carlos Rodon went for a lot. Um, sorry, talking too much. Um, but there were a lot of bargains in this draft later for starting pitchers, which I kind of missed on because I spent so much money up front on starters, but I'm okay with it. Um, I got Shane Bieber for $29. Bieber is in my top tier of starters. I think he's my number six starting pitcher. Uh, not looking at my rankings right now. So uh, I got him for $29 as my SP2. I am loving that all day, especially points league. Bieber pitches a lot of innings, so that means a lot of points. Uh, he doesn't give up a lot of homers or hard contact. So really good. Uh, yeah, Shane Bieber's my number six starting pitcher. So I'm down for that all day. I have Alec Manoa next for $24 at, and he's my 18th starting pitcher this year. So um, for me, I remember this is dynasty. If I were playing this out, I would be very happy about that because I'm keeping Bieber and Manoa for at least one more year, most likely with those prices. Uh, my SP four, I have Joe Ryan, $6. That's a steal, in my opinion. Uh, I have Joe Ryan ranked as my number 41 starting pitcher. $6 is nothing. Uh, and he's still got youth on his side. He's, I think, 26 or 27 this year. So I'm all about that. My SP5 is Drew Rasmussen for $7. And actually, I have Rasmussen ranked a little bit higher than Ryan. Um, I have Drew Rasmussen as my 38th ranked starting pitcher. So I got a couple guys here uh, in my, right, right around my top 40 to round out my fourth and fifth spots in the rotation. Um, and that's not it. I've got, I got more guys that I really love here in the starting rotation. I still have Tony Gonsolin, which this was my worst spent in the entire draft. In my opinion, $10 on Tony Gonsolin. I wish I didn't do it. I could have gotten more value later than uh, Gonsolin for $10 because I have Gonsolin ranked as my number 51 starting pitcher. Um, even though he's in the same tier as me as uh, for with Rasmussen and Ryan, um, I wish I did not spend that ten dollars, and I could have spent it somewhere else because I really love uh, Hunter Brown, and I didn't get the shot at him because I spent that money on Gonsolin, so that kind of sucked. Um, my number seven starting pitcher, though, I love this by Grayson Rodriguez for nine dollars. Uh, I have Grayson Rodriguez as my number thirty-two starting pitcher next year. I think he's going to break camp. Uh, he's got some of the best stuff in baseball already. He hasn't even played the majors yet. So Grayson, $9. I'm loving that dynasty. Heck yeah. Starting pitcher number eight, Miles Michaelis for $2. Uh, Miles Michaelis is a good, really good fallback, safe guy here for any of these other guys. They get hurt uh, playing him at home all the time. With Cardinals, Cardinals D, Bush Stadium, especially against bad teams. He's going to get a lot of points. He pitches a lot of innings every time out. So uh, Michaelis, good buy right here. Number nine starting pitcher is Trevor Bauer for a dollar. That's a straight gamble. Uh, I know people are going to have their opinions about Bauer, uh, but from a competitive standpoint, $1 for possibly a top 20, 30 starting pitcher. I am there for that all day. Great bargain here. Uh, bad human. We'll see if he actually makes a team. If he doesn't, then I cut him in. That's one else for a dollar. No big deal. Uh, SP 10. I have Cody Morris for a dollar. I would love if Morris starts for the in, for the uh, almost the Indians for the Guardians this year. Uh, hopefully he does. Hopefully he gets the shot. He should. He's better than some of their other pitchers. So um, Cody Morris, one dollar, easy right there. 
high upside for Cody Morris. I have Cody Morris ranked. Oh, by the way, I have Michaelis ranked my number 54 starting pitcher. So he's like right behind Gonson. And I got him for $2. Uh, Morris I have as my number 91 starting pitcher. And Bauer I have not ranked right now. I've got him just sitting at 101, but I haven't moved him around yet. I'm going to wait until he ends up with the team before I uh, do his F score. Now, um, I got a few starting pitcher prospects. Usually I only like to hold two, but I got three. I got Gavin Williams for $1. Love Gavin Williams. Top 25 prospect for me. Uh, I got Kyle Harrison for $3. And I got Gavin Stone for $2. Uh, so Gavin Stone, $2. Easy buy. Kyle Harrison. Uh, I, I, Gavin Stone is also a, I think he's a top 35 prospect for me. Kyle Harrison is a top 25 prospect for me. $3 for Kyle Harrison all day. So I uh, got three of my top like 35 prospects here for starters for a total of $6. I'm down with that. Um, relief pitchers. I spent a little too much on relievers. I think um, relievers were going for a lot right at the beginning when they started getting thrown out there. And then they're really good bargains with relief pitchers later. I'm happy with the crew I got, but uh, I don't like that I spent this much money on Munoz. I still like it better than Gonsolin, though. So I got Jordan Romano for 15 bucks and Andres Munoz for 15 bucks. Um, again, this is points, so saves don't matter as much. Uh, so even if Munoz doesn't close, he still had over 500 points last year, which is good for a reliever. So Romano, Munoz, a good double-heading uh, relief tandem there i have alexis diaz for three dollars i freaking love that buy jason adam for three dollars i love that buy brandon hughes for one dollar i love that buy and then daniel hudson for one dollar love that buy so all the, those back end relievers there uh daniel hudson probably close for the dodgers right now brandon hughes gonna close for the cubs jason adam uh gonna split saves with fairbanks probably for the rays and then alexis diaz should close for the reds so um a lot of value there in relievers then that's why I wish I didn't spend that money, you know, that much on Munoz. I could have done something else with that. That's probably my second worst buy of the draft to the Gonsolin one, in my opinion. Um, but that is my team. And obviously, it's my team. I think my team is the best out of all the teams. Um, so that's what I ended up with. I'm going to go through some of the draft just to uh, give some interesting values here. J-Rod, like I said, went for $47. Um DeGrom for $44 was the most expensive pitcher. That really took me back. Uh, besides, unless you count Otani. Um, DeGrom for $44. Uh, Juan Soto went for $65. So that was too rich for my blood. I went into this draft basically telling myself that I would not spend 50 for anyone. Like my cap for most players is like 45 to 50. Uh, J-Rod at 47 Ah, when he was like 44, 45, I almost went that extra dollar and then I stopped. Um, kind of happy I did because I think I would much rather prefer Mookie for 44 than J-Rod for 47. Uh, and then Goldie for 33, just a steal in my opinion. Aaron Judge went for $62. So notate that. Uh, Aaron Judge, I think, was the third most expensive player. It was Soto was 65. Uh, uh, Otani was the f most expensive, then Soto, and then Judge. And we'll, we'll get to uh, Otani. Fernando Tatis went for $47. That's a lot of money. I know it's Dynasty, uh, but in Otnu, guys go up a minimum of $2 a year, and then there's arbitration. He might not get arbed unless he just becomes the best player in baseball again, then he will probably get arbed. Uh, so I don't really like that buy, uh, honestly, Tatis for 47 I like my Turner for 40 a lot better. Even though, yes, it's points, the steals won't matter as much. But Turner is going to be leading off for a really good hitting team. I'm not really worried. People are worried that he's leaving the Dodgers, but the Phillies lineup is just as good, especially when Harper comes back. So I'm not that concerned about lineup change um, for Mr. Turner. And he'll be leading off probably or hitting second instead of third. So I kind of like that. More at-bats means more points. I'm going to take a drink of my protein shake real quick. Thanks for bearing with me. Uh, Vlad went for 54. So Vlad went for $54 and Goldie went for 33. I'm taking Goldie all day there. Yeah, it's Dynasty. Are you going to be keeping Vlad when he's 60 something dollars? I don't think so. Uh, I just 
think that's way too much money for Vlad compared to gold. Like, I love the value I got on gold, you know, uh, right there. I already mentioned Jose went for 50 bucks. I think he's the most expensive third baseman. Acuna went for $49. That's okay value there, I think. The same guy who got J-Rod, I think, got... Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Pete got Acuna. So Acuna went for 49 J-Rod for 47 Um, Kind of interesting. I'm taking Acuna over J-Rod. Uh, just so you know. Definitely taking Acuna over J-Rod. Uh, Freeman went for 43 So Freeman went for $10 more than Goldie. I think that's way too much. Um, yeah, Freeman's better than Goldie, but not that much better. Uh, Shohei Otani, here's your most expensive player, $75. Look, Otani is easily the best player in this format, but I was still not paying more than like 65 for him. That was the only player I was going to go over 54, and I probably would have gotten like 65. But once he passed that and hit the 70s, there was no chance. Um, in this format... Otani probably provides, just on a value basis, around $25 worth of money as a pitcher, maybe around 45 to 50 as a hitter. So I guess that's how you're getting your 75. Um, it's all rolled into one player, so you save some money there that you don't have to spend on another player because uh, you can play them both as a pitcher and as a hitter, but you can only pick one each day. So on those pitching days, you are going to lose hitting stats. So, I mean, I was kind of capping him around 65 So, uh, $75 for Shohei. It's a lot of money. Austin Riley went for 37 Like I was saying, third baseman went for a ton of money in this draft. Uh, Bobby went for, Witt went for 26 This isn't his best format format because his points, but uh, I was seeing some stuff on Twitter recently that his uh, plate discipline is getting better, was getting better through the second half for Mr. Witt. So, that's a good thing. I may be more in on Witt. Uh, after seeing some of that. Garrett Cole went for 45 So actually, he did go for one more dollar than DeGrom. Uh, Machado, 38 Like I said, these third basemen. Gunnar Henderson for 27 Like, Gunnar went for more than Harris? What? <laughs> I don't get that. Uh, just third baseman just being popped up, up, up. Uh, Jordan went for 55 bucks. Devers, 39 Uh Correa, even, for 28 I think that was back when he was still supposedly a Met. So... Just take that for what it's worth. Then my Mookie best for 44. I love that. I think it's a bargain. I think I got a lot of bargains in this draft. I wish I was playing this league out, actually. $57 for Mike Trout. Um, this is the best. I mean, like, Trout had like 900-something points, and he was hurt. So uh, Trout is still really good for points leagues. Really, really, really good on a per-game basis. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Uh, Alonzo went for 36. So Alonzo went for more than Goldie. He is younger, so I guess that... Might make some sense there that there's added value that he's younger and it's a dynasty league, so keep that in mind. Uh, Vinny Pascantino, Pascantino, 28 bucks. So Harris went for 22, Vinny P for 28. I don't get that. Carlos Rodon, $34. So Rodon went for $5 more than Bieber. I don't get that. Uh, Adley Rutschman was the most expensive catcher for 26. Uh, I understand that this that this format is great for Rutschman because he's a great plate discipline guy, but that's too much money. He went for more than Real Muto. I don't get that. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, 33. I thought I was going to get a bargain on Schwarbs, um, but a lot of other guys must have thought the same thing. So I'm thinking, okay, no shift. Schwarber's going to hit better. Uh, this is a point. Great for Schwarber, but uh, I don't know. The 33 is too much for him there. Byron Buxton for 25. So Buxton went for more money than Michael Harris. Don't get that. <laughs> Injured Buxton. Uh, Stephen Kwan for 21. This format is the best format for Kwan, but that still seems a little too high for me. Um, Corbin Burns for 42. I think that was actually a bargain right there. I would take Corbin Burns for 42. I had already spent some money, um, but Burns went for less than DeGrom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and he's younger. Okay. Uh, Nolan Arenado, 30. Verlander, 27. I think that's a bargain. I, I would have much rather preferred Verlander for 27 over my Scherzer for 37. Uh, I just didn't think that there'd be values like that. At starter, and it didn't really happen until th that Burns value there. So it was a little later in the draft, we started seeing some nice values. Like I got Mano for 24 at the same time Verlander went for 27. I could only fit on one. I didn't have the money for both. Um, 
Bregman for 31. Yeah, I know this is Bregman's also this is also Bregman's best format, but it's just I don't know. These third basemen just went for so much money in this draft. And so did catchers. Catchers went for a lot of money. Uh Varsho for 19. Just an example. I know he's not a catcher, but he's catcher eligible. Uh, I get it. He's going to get a lot of that bats. So that's going to help him in points leagues uh, that you can play him as a catcher. So I kind of get that. That's probably decent, you know, pr- probably about maybe about right for Varsho. Uh, a lot of closers went for a ton of money. This is what I was talking about. This is why I spent that much money on Munoz and why I spent that much money on Romano is that Edwin Diaz went for $25 and Klaus A went for 23 That is a lot of money for closers. Usually, like closers, an odd new cap out around like eighteen bucks or so. So pretty expensive for those closers there. Taylor Ward for twenty five dollars. So Taylor Ward went for more than Michael Harris. Hmm. Uh, Josh Hader for eighteen. Okay. Kyle Tucker for forty. Is a, a, probably a little bit of a bargain there, uh, especially if Tucker. It would be nice if Tucker moved up in the order. Uh, that would really help him in points. But I don't know. Kind of weird that they don't hit him higher, I think. Nola for 35 Not really a bargain there. Uh, MJ Melendez for $21. That's insane. I know he's going to get a ton of at-bats, but I'm taking Varsho over Melendez, so easily. Don't really get that. Um, McClanahan for 32 That's a bargain. I like that buy. That is Jason with that buy. Uh, just scrolling up, looking for value here and for interesting things. CJ Crone for thirteen dollars. That's a pretty good bargain, I think. Uh, on Crone there, Lodolo for nineteen. It's kind of expensive. I think Lodolo is one of these sleepers. It's not really a sleeper because people are going to spend on him. I love Lodolo, but I mean that's too expensive for him, especially pitching in Cincinnati, Great American's Ballpark. He's probably going to have a lot of homers. It's bad for this format. Um, Alcantara went for thirty-eight. Jose Altuve for 34. I thought Altuve would be cheaper. Um, I, I, I like Altuve a lot for this format. Uh, Real Muto for 25. So like I said, uh, Rushman went higher than Real Muto. I don't get that. Seager for 35. So Seager going pretty high this year uh, for a lot of money. So just keep that in mind. Um, in points leagues, Luis Arias for 19. Oof, I'm not paying that. Uh, I know, I, like I said, best format for him, but uh, $19 still too much for, for Arias, I think. Uh, George Spring for 30 That's a lot for a guy who's injured all the time. I'm taking Harris every day, all day, every day, Dynasty especially, uh, for way over Springer. So don't get that. Say Suzuki for 23 even. So Say went for more than Harris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Julio Urias, $22. That is a heck of a bargain right there, especially in points leagues. Great bargain there by Adam Howe on Arias. Uh, Ryan Presley for $10. Love that. Devin Williams for $13. Love that. Much rather preferred Williams for $13 over Munoz for $15. So I got smoked there. Um, Rizzo for $11. Kind of like that for this type of league format. Um, Spencer Strider for $30. Interesting. Kenley Jansen for $7. That's okay. Wander for 28. That's too much. Wander for 28, and then Xander went for 26. I'm taking Xander over Wander all day. I don't care that it's Dynasty. Um, uh, even though this format is pretty good for Wander, still, I'm taking Xander over Wander all day, every day. Trevor Story for $15. Ouch. That was pre-injury, so can't blame him. Chris Bryant for 25. That's way too much money. $25 for Chris Bryant. Okay. <laughs> sure. He's going to be injured again. Good luck. Um, Tyler Glass now for $30 coming off of the injury. I don't know about that. That's too much. And then Zach Gallon went at the same time for $24. Bargain on Gallon. Glass now, ooh, 30 bucks. Like, I love him, but come on. Uh, Bryce Harper for 37 That's solid value right there because he'll come back. This is Dynasty. Like, that's that value right there is going to hold for five, six years, like the rest of Harper's career, basically. I am down for that value on Harper in a hot new league. Um, Felix Bautista for eight, pretty solid value there. Freed for 21, love that value. Jordan Walker went for $11. I'm the one who nominated him, and I thought I'd get him for like six or seven dollars. Then he went to 11, like double digits. Oof, like he hasn't even played yet, guys. Hold on, <laughs> hold your hold, hold on to your butts. 
I don't get that. And that's what I'm going to name this podcast. I don't get that. <laughs> uh, again, Alexis Diaz for $3. I just, that's my, that's my pick. I love that value there. Gossman for 28. That's solid. I'm taking Bieber for 29 all day over Gossman for 28 though. Ryan Reynolds for 28, way too much money in my opinion. Um, I mean, a Rosarena went for 21. I'll take a, a Rosarena for 21 over Reynolds for 28 all day. Uh, Andrew Vaughn for 18. That's way too much money for Andrew Vaughn, I think. Way too much money. I'm not an Andrew Vaughn guy. Joe Musgrove for 19. That's solid. Uh, Musgrove pitches a lot of innings, so that's pretty solid. Eloy for 31. Wow. Way too much money on Eloy. I am not an Eloy guy. Uh, well, on the other side, Willie Adames for 13. That is a friggin' bargain. A shortstop right there. I had Trey, so I couldn't even get in on that. Um, I'd already spent a lot of money at that point, too. Hunter Green for 16. Kind of expensive there. Jordan Montgomery for 10. Good value there. I love that. Um, Vaughn Grissom for 8. Okay. Will Smith for 23. Okay. I guess if... <laughs> I guess if Rutschman's going for 26, uh, Max Muncie for 17. That's solid value there. Logan Gilbert for 10. Love that value. That's amazing value right there. Sale for 17. I don't know. Sale is an enigma this year, I think. Salvi for 15. That's too much. Robert for 25. That's too much. Taking Harris all day. That Harris value guy might it was probably the steal of the draft. Like that's insane for Dynasty League twenty two dollars. Uh, I love my Logan O'Hoppy too. Three dollars for Logan O'Hoppy when William Contreras went for fourteen. Uh, they're more or less the same guy. If O'Hoppy is the Angels starting catcher this year to start the season, Zach Wheeler for twenty five. That's solid value, I think. Hunter Brown for seven. Like I said, I wish I had Hunter Brown for eight dollars over Tony Gonsolin for ten. That sucked. Uh, Tristan McKenzie for 16. Love that value there. Tristan McKenzie's a man. So I really like that. Kershaw for 16. I like that even too, even though, yeah, he's older, uh, injury prone, yada, yada. Justin Turner for seven. Like that value. I was trying to get Turner as like my, uh, I was trying to get Vargas and Turner at the same time, but um, I couldn't spend that much money on a backup third baseman based on what I had already spent. Ozzy Albies for 11. Oof. Shows you where Albies' value is right now. Uh, Riley Green for eight. Like, uh, I'll take Albies over Riley Green all day. Points, I don't even care. Uh, give me Albies still uh, between those two. Uh, Jesse Winker for 10. Decent value there probably. And we're getting to some of the cheaper guys. George Kirby for 14. Love that. Stan for 21. Hate that. Eugenio Suarez for six. Gotta love that. Uh, that, uh, we're just scrolling. We're just scrolling. Corbin Carroll for 15. I already talked about that. Um, I mean, this format, you just, you, you want, I want Corbin Carroll, <laughs> the top prospect. He went cheaper than Gunnar Henderson, $12 cheaper than Gunnar Henderson. So keep that in mind. Um, some of these guys I just don't like, like, I don't know. Cody Bellinger for four. I feel like, eh, it's okay, I guess. Brandon Lau for 10. That's our that's a pretty decent bargain, I think, in this format. Volpe for three. That's solid. Snell for 17. Way too much money for Blake Snell. Uh, especially when Lancelin went at the same time for 12. I'm taking Lancelin over Snell all day. Uh, Jeff McNeil for 11. Even in this format, that's too much, I think. Jackson Trio for two. That's okay. Uh, even though this probably isn't his best format. Newbar for 12. I'm so mad that I missed it. Ah, oh, man. I want a Newbar so bad. I after I got Carroll, I couldn't afford Carroll and Newport at those prices. So then I flipped over to O'Neill for six. Um, that's an interesting one. Would you rather have Lars Newport for $12 or Tyler O'Neill for $6? I'm going to take O'Neill. Uh, even in this format, I mean, Newport is just an on base monster. Uh, but even look at this Jock Peterson for eight or Tyler O'Neill for six. Take Tyler O'Neill over Jock all day. Um, I don't know. Yanni for 11. Way too much money. Tovar for five. That's a little bit, you know, I don't know. I, I was hoping to get Tovar for like three bucks to be my backup middle infielder, but it didn't happen. Josh Naylor for 12. So he went more than Rizzo. In this format, I'm taking Rizzo. Sorry. 
Uh, Cassianos, I'm not a big Cassianos guy. Even if he bounces back nine dollars, I don't know. Brantley for four, probably take Brantley for four over Cassianos for nine. Ellie De La Cruz for four dollars, interesting. Ketel Marte for eight, that's too much for him, especially after last year. Oof, Royce Lewis for three. I was trying to get Royce Lewis for two. I like that. McCarthy for four dollars, that's killer. Jake McCarthy for four dollars is just killer value. I love that. Reed Demers for four, two, that's really nice value. Um, Bayo for four. That's pretty good value. Getting to the cheaper guys. Andrew Painter for $6. Like, I love Painter. I was trying to get him for three or four. $6, though. That's too much for pitching prospect. Uh, who's only 19 years old. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that might make me look stupid. But I think it's just too much money for someone who will not be playing, probably, until the very end of the year, even if we're lucky. So um, I was trying to get Curtis Mead for two dollars. Someone with three, I, I couldn't go four on him. I don't. I didn't have the money. I don't think at that point I was getting one to two dollar guys at this point in the draft. I think as I'm scrolling through it, Ryan McMahon for seven. That's interesting. Kind of like that for this format. Bednar for four. That's a steal. Uh, Matt Brash for two. That's a little bit interesting. Alex Wood for six. Too much. Lance McCullers for seven. I like that. Scoople for five. I don't even. I think. I don't think he's coming back until like June or July. Gallegos for three. I like that. I was trying to get him two. Again, I was like only two and one dollar guys at this point in the draft because I spent. I was kind of top heavy and I spent fast uh, at the beginning of the draft. Chris Bassett for seven. That's okay, I guess. I want to trade Grisham. I was trying to get Grisham for one. And someone else went on him. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was going to get Christian for $1, but he went for 3 Jose Miranda for 10 I'm not a big Jose Miranda guy. I got Vargas for 8 I'm taking Vargas all day over Miranda. I got Young for 3 I'm taking Young over Miranda. So, Walker Bueller for 6 Now that's a steal, because this guy is now going to get Walker Bueller next year for like 8 bucks. Uh That's awesome. Jordan Lawler went for 5 That's a lot of money for someone that's that far away. Um, Andrew Haney for seven. That's probably a bargain if he stays healthy. Uh, if he doesn't, then it's probably about right. Braxton Garrett for three dollars. I was trying to get Garrett for two. Someone went three on Scott Chu went three on him. I like Braxton Garrett. Shane Boss for two dollars could be a bargain, or he'll never pitch again. Who knows? Andy Rodriguez for a dollar. I love that. We'll get in my pit, my prospects. Probably the next couple weeks here. Trevor Rogers for four, Ashby for five. That's kind of interesting. Who, who would you take of those two, Rogers or Ashby? I'm asking the nether. You can answer me on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter with an answer. I was trying to get a $1 Evan Carter. Vidbot went two on him. That sucked. I like Evan Carter a lot. I could not go $3 on Evan Carter, though, too far away for $3, I think. Um, you know, he could be up. He, he really could be up at the end of this year. I like Evan Carter a lot, though. He's. So he is vastly underrated. Um, I didn't even know anyone else knew him really. Uh, clinic for two dollars. Interesting. If he if he ever comes back, like that'll be a bargain right there. Two dollar clinic, especially considering look at J Rod for forty seven dollars. Uh, clinic was supposed to be the guy, the the uh, what he's doing. Brandon fought for two dollars. I like that. Uh, James Wood all the way at three. Ooh, I was trying to get him a one. Um. We are nearing the end, friends. So mostly one, two dollar guys right now. I'm just trying to find anyone who's not. Uh, Rowanzi Contreras for eight. That's a little high, I think, for Rowanzi. And eight for Edward Cabrera. Six for Peterson. Those are all pretty high prices, I think, for those guys. More than I would spend. Two dollars for Miguel too. Like he's not even a start. He's gonna be in the bullpen. So three dollars for Luis Ortiz. That's a guy I was trying to get for two. Uh, I could not go four dollars on Luis Ortiz, especially that late in the draft. Bo Naylor for $2 is probably a steal. As I continue to scroll, $10 for Jack Flaherty, way too much. Again, I am out on Jack Flaherty for life. I'm done with Jack Flaherty. Um, I think we talked about that enough. You can go back and listen to our pitching episode. Our pitching, we had three pitching or four pitching, starting pitching episodes already. Uh, you can go back and listen on that. I am all bust on Jack Flaherty this year. And I'm a Cardinals fan. So uh, $1 Will Myers. I kind of like that. 
as I'm scrolling here. I love my $1 Jason, 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 Dominguez, and Gavin Williams. I'll talk about those all day. Uh, we want to go pros- deep into prospects, but we'll be doing that again a couple podcasts from now. Um, $2 add a weight, right? Wayne Wright, probably pretty solid for this format. Uh, just pitch him against bad teams at home with that defense. Pretty solid. And that is kind of where we're at. Now we've got a, just all a bunch of $1 guys, a $1 Max Meyer. Only a couple guys drafting left. Three, three guys left. Um, so that is basically a lot of the value that I see. Um, some of the teams I like, I noticed, I noticed that most teams had, a, have a couple $50 guys. I'm trying to see if there's other similar team builds to mine. Uh, Chad's is kind of close to mine, except he spent $75 on Otani, but he's got, this is Chad's team. He's got William Contreras, 14. I think he spent too much money there. Vinny P for 28. I think he spent too much money there, uh, but he was like the last good first baseman. Seeker for 35 is all right. Grissom for eight, maybe a little too much. Uh, Jimenez for 14, that's okay. Austin Riley for 37. I was in on Riley. You know I'm a big Austin Riley guy if you listen to my pod. Kyle Tucker for 40, I'm down for that. Stan for 21, too much. Oscar for seven, too much. Newbar for 12, I like that. Otani, of course, and Util. Uh, his pitching, I don't really know. I like Kirby for 14, but too much money for Snell, 17. 14 for Severino is a good bargain. 13 for Pablo Lopez is good. Uh, all one $2 pitchers. I think he could have done a lot better on the relievers, though. He got, like, Puck, and Suarez, and Schreiber. Like, none of them are closers. So he's not going to be getting very many points from the relief pitcher. Uh, Luis, he got ended up with Luis Ortiz. So kind of random uh, back-end, teal bar, Adovino. I mean, Bilotti, he's just taking shots in the dark that, you know, a couple of these guys can pan out and average seven, eight uh, points per inning. So... That's, that's an all right team there for Mr. Chad. Uh, Matt Heckman. He just, his is way different than mine. Cause he went 50 on Jose 55 on your Don. So he's starting a $1 Javi Baez, $2 Oswald Peraza. Cause he has to $1 Trey Mancini, $1 Brandon Marsh. Like, Ooh, that outfield ouchies. Um, <laughs> uh, that's what happens when you spend bit, when you get a couple $50 players is you end up with a, the rest of the team is not the best. So that's why I kind of settle on my strategy of capping out around a $45, my max guy. Like the high, the, the most expensive guy I got was best for 44. So I'm liking that. Um, I think I like Pete's team. Pete's team is kind of like mine uh, from Keeper Cup Podcast. He got a $23 Will Smith, $29 Olsen, $6 India for second base, $28 Lindor for short, Rangifo $2 in the middle. Uh, Eugenio Suarez, $6 at third. Then he's got Acuna for 49 Eloy for 31 too much, though. And Brian Reynolds for 28 too much. I don't really like those picks. Castellanos for nine is okay. I feel five. Brian De La Cruz. I know some guys are big on Brian De La Cruz. Not my jam. He's got Luis Gar- Garcia as a utility three. I'm not big on Luis Garcia either. I like his rotation, though. He's got Woodruff, Verlander, Wheeler, Freed. Uh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> uh, Solid so, Nestor Cortez, solid bullpen with Williams, Jansen, um, then a bunch of $1 guys. He, he went on Flaherty, don't really like that, but he got Wood, Klenick, Moreno. Some other guy, Rafael, I like. So that, that's PB's team, $1 Luciano, and he's got his dead $15 Trevor Story for a year now, or for the year. Adam Howell from Pitcher uh for, from pitcher list to also uh, he didn't organize his team so i'm not going to go through his because you got arenado a catcher right now so that's a mess to look through um it's nice when guys organize their roster so you can see who's at what position uh scott Chu, interesting adolis garcia Stephen kwan on top of spent a lot of money on henderson and machado and um, he didn't spend much money. I mean, so interesting. He has $86 left. He only spent $314 total and his draft is done. Same thing with Adam Howe has $57 left over. So uh, they got a lot of loan money to play with. One of the things about odd new leagues is you can trade loan money. Uh, so you get, you get like whatever extra dollars you have that year, you can trade that. Um, so that's interesting. 
uh, interesting strategy to maybe just go cheap and trade that loan money or play for the next year. Um, I'd like to hear other guys' strategies in this league. Hopefully some people do some podcasting on this mock just so I can kind of see the different strategies that people used. Cause like I said, they, they went money saving strategy. Vidbot spent all 400 bucks. Um, so he spent all his money uh, and spent a lot of, on a lot of guys that I'm, I'm a little questionable about myself. $10 to all $18 hater. Yeah. Cabral. Ooh, uh, $9 on Joey Menezes. I mean, I don't know, man. Um, and then 21 on one. He just spent a lot of money and I'm not really sure. I don't really like his team to be honest. Sorry, bro. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of what we had from this podcast. I'm going to wrap it up now. If you're interested, you can follow along. You can see all the picks on Automock uh, by following on Twitter. Check out Chad Young's Twitter, search hashtag Automock and you can check it out. If you're doing an odd, odd new league this year, this is Really important to follow, to, especially if you're doing a brand new draft. You can kind of see some of the values that guys are coming in at, and it will help you uh, strategize because we have ADP, right? We follow ADP for where are guys getting drafted, but then what about Atenu salary specifically? There's regular salary leagues where you can say, okay, how many dollars is this guy worth? But then Atenu is a little bit different. So um, this will help you get some values if you are playing an Atenu league in 2023. I hope you enjoyed the pod. I know it's a lot of just me talking. And I, like I said, I was trying to hopefully, get, hopefully trying to get the guys on. We'll talk about league rules next time up. And then I think we're going to get into my prospects. I'm updating my prospects right now. I'm like through 65, 66 guys. Well, by the end of the day, I can finish my prospect updates. Um, so we'll see you next time. Again, my written work is over on Friends with Fantasy Benefits. Right now, you can find my article on league uh, sustainability, how to keep Dynasty and Keeper Leagues fresh. And uh, I should have my top 100 prospects being re-released, updated very shortly, by next week. So you'll find that on Friends of Fantasy Benefits also. Um, So thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll have Raymond and Gabe next time. And peace. We'll see ya. He gone.